0: Hey everyone. My name is Cody
1: and my name is Elaine
0: and you're listening to The Reckless Pursuit and we're going to get right into today's episode because it's New Year's week. When does New Year fall? Friday. Friday. Okay. So yeah, because Christmas a week ago. Hope everyone had a great holiday season as we're wrapping up the holiday season coming into New Year and this is just a simple little episode talking about, what are we talking about Elaine?
1: Basically our thoughts on 2020 and what we are hopeful for in 2021.
0: Okay. So... To go ahead and clear the air, the one thing I don't want to talk a lot about is the pandemic. Like, I'm okay to talk about, like... Say
1: we've talked about that all year. Yeah,
0: I'm okay to talk about what's changed, but I don't want to just talk about the pandemic. Like, I'm talking about 2020 as, like, a... I assume this is, like, from a spiritual aspect. Yeah. So, let's just kind of start with that, then. Because I want this to be a simple episode, Uh, you know, to ring in the new year in a nice, Calm. gentle way. <laughs> so, <clears throat> 2020, what expectations... Did you have coming in? Because your word this year was spiritual. Mm-hmm. So what expectations did you have coming in? Or what what burden did that word carry that maybe changed as you went along?
1: So I didn't really have any expectations going into 2020. Mostly because a couple years ago I had high expectations and it ended up being like the hardest year of my life. And so I was like, well, I definitely don't want that again, <laughs> But which is kind of ironic because of what this year mm-hmm. brought. But I didn't really have any expectations. I didn't really know what that word meant for me because typically I don't have a word. The only other time I've had a word was 2014, and it didn't really happen at New Year. It kind of happened like later on, halfway through the year. And... Because ever since, like, we've gotten together, I just kind of, like, wrote on your word.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we were sitting mm-hmm. in a church service, the last church service we have went to, because we we haven't been since mm-hmm. then. And it was a church service. It was Christmas or New Year. I think it was a New Year service. I think it was after remember. Christmas. And it was basically just a night of worship or a morning of worship. I don't really remember. But we sang Christmas songs and had prayer and communion and all that. And that word just kind of sparked. Like, I wasn't even praying for a word. It just... Like I heard the word spirit or spiritual spirituality, they kind of interchange, but that was my word for 2020, and I didn't really know what that it what uh, that entailed for me. And immediately, like we've uh, mentioned before, whenever we came home from New York City last year, we came home to a flood, and so at the very beginning of the year, well, like well into two weeks of the year, we were still working on flooring, and one of my bigger Or One of my biggest goals last year was to write 50,000 words for my book. And because of everything that happened last year, I didn't get that until two weeks after this new year because of all the flooring situation, all that. And I remember, I think we did an episode about it. You did a couple of TikToks about it, about how like the whole deconstruction process that we've talked about, like ripping up old floors and, you know, repainting walls and stuff like that. And so immediately new year hit and i was like that's what that means that's what spirituality means like god's already showing me what this means well into th- or like the first 2 weeks of the new year i'm good and then i was like actually i don't necessarily know if that was the only lesson because i still had 11 more months worth of stuff and all year up until september so like all spring all summer i'd really been racking my brain of like what does this mean the first couple weeks of january that couldn't have meant th- that that couldn't have been the only reason for that word Mm -hmm. and so I was like thinking in my head well is this spiritual for me or is this word is this what that means I feel like little things trickled throughout the year like I had different thoughts and stuff but in September whenever I retired the prodigal daughter and went into this whole new brand and identity and mission and goal for my podcast and my blog and everything spirituality untamed came in essentially my spirit but really my journal mm-hmm. and so i was really thinking about that and like my first thought was like no that's not that that's too not cheesy but that's that's just too um what's the word obvious cliche yeah, yeah. obvious cliche i was like god is that really like my word for the year you're gonna make that into my podcast like i don't i don't think so but i kept thinking about it kept thinking about it and then i told you about it And as I was telling you, like pouring my heart out about this new identity and everything, you're like, well, I have your website already paid for, Mm -hmm. like the domain. I was like, okay, well, I'm going with this. And definitely through this last part of the year from September to now, I really feel like that was what that word meant for me. Not the only thing, because like I said, a couple Mm -hmm. of things trickled throughout the year, but that was a really big thing of stepping into my spirituality, stepping into what that looks like for me. I had to let go of old things and I had to let go of something that wasn't working for me. And ever since I transitioned, I've been all about this mission and vision and I've like felt more aligned with my message. Other people in my community are more aligned with my message. And I just, I feel like that was a huge part of what that word meant for me when I originally didn't know what it meant for me.
0: So how has that impacted your spiritual life? Uh, not from your podcast perspective, yeah. like not from a doing perspective, but on a completely personal perspective is really what I want to hear. Because I don't even think I've had this conversation mm-hmm. with you. Yet. Yeah.
1: I guess like initially I would just say more contemplation and like more what does that mean of like, tuning into the Holy Spirit tuning into your spiritual practices what does that look like I did yoga a lot more this year and I don't necessarily from the amount I did I didn't necessarily view it as like a spiritual practice more of like I felt better physically doing it mm-hmm. but I I feel like just being more present in that and like being okay if like well today I'm gonna meditate and then next week I'm gonna like do yoga the week after that i'm a journal i'm gonna hike this weekend and we did a lot of hikes this mm-hmm. year we did a lot more hiking than normal and we had a lot of com- great conversations hiking a lot of our episodes came mm-hmm. out of our hikes
0: I almost had one last week but we decided not to <laughs> yeah, just because, because we wanted to yeah keep it
1: and sacred, so I guess. for like my own spirituality like i don't necessarily know if i like feel closer to god or anything like that because i haven't really felt like away from god so i don't really think that that's changed a whole lot but i feel closer to myself and i feel deeply connected with myself i already felt deeply connected with god but really allowing myself to realize like hey i am good i have great thoughts i have good i have things i'm good at or great at even and like being Like a lot of times we're taught like the whole dirty rag mentality Mm -hmm. and something that I've really pressed into this year of like, I am good because God makes me good. Mm -hmm. And like recognizing like, yes, God gives me that power and that confidence, but I still have that power and confidence and that it's not wrong to step into that.
0: So how has your relationship or maybe even your view of God and Christ and Christianity changed this year through that?
1: I feel like through that, Mm -hmm. it hasn't really changed a whole lot. Like I said, like, I don't necessarily feel closer to God, but I feel closer to myself. So essentially, I guess that would be it. The only stuff that I've like really wrestled with, like Christianity, spirituality, and like a more negative way is like politics Mm. and all of that stuff, which I know we said we weren't talking about COVID, but like really the biggest thing that I have struggled with and wrestled with is like, the like Trump savior complex and all of that. So we don't have to get into that, but that is something that I'm like have heavily, there's a lot of things about Christianity this year specifically that I've had to like take a step back and say that doesn't feel like Jesus.
0: Well, yeah, separating the ideology from the actual practice itself. I I agree with that. I've had a lot of that this year too. So I guess I'm interviewing you. It seems like I'll give you your chance to, to grill me, but Uh, I really kind of want to push into that, too. So spiritual has been your word, like you just said. So for someone listening, what are a few key takeaways from your spiritual journey or from you exploring the word spiritual this year that you could share to maybe encourage someone else with their walk of faith, whether they're in the place of questioning or if they're in the place of being comfortable? Like, What are some key things you could take away to either validate someone else's experience or offer a bit of encouragement as they move forward into 2021?
1: Just embracing the questions, embracing like exactly where you're at and not trying to fight any emotion you have, even if it's quote negative, like Mm -hmm. even if it's like more sad or more anger or more depression, even that is something that I have recognized within myself this year, specifically with everything is that I have felt depressed a lot this year for a lot of different reasons and like grieving certain experiences we didn't get to do grieving certain situations and all all this stuff yeah. and like grieving not being able to see family at certain holidays and stuff like that. And so like that's what I've struggled with is a lot of depression and a lot of like feeling let down and everything. And like to encourage people who are also feeling that way that one it's not wrong to feel that way because yeah. that's normal. It's a normal human emotion in general but especially like with this year like it's okay to grieve it's okay to be depressed it's okay to feel anxious it's okay to feel tense and stressed and just in normal everyday life Mm -hmm. despite this year just in general like things happen and to really embrace those emotions I feel like I have really stepped into even more being an emotional being this year and like letting myself like cry letting myself be angry letting myself grieve and like just I really want to encourage people to be okay with where they're they're at and embrace that but also recognize like embrace it but don't stay there
0: yeah yeah I think that one of the big things kind of piggybacking off of that maybe kind of going back down the hill that I just brought you up I've really had to let go of a lot of spiritual What's the right word for it? Almost like spiritual guilt or like it's more of a religious guilt, but I thought it was spiritual guilt of like for instance, uh, the last couple of years I've been heavy into my Bible. This year I haven't been. Uh, I really haven't been. I haven't opened my Bible a lot. I opened my Bible to research topics for this this podcast.
1: which you read the whole Bible last year?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm saying I've went through the Bible a couple times in its complacency um like studying through I'm I'm going through it again now like I go through with a different color highlighter every time you know what I mean like I started going through it again but like I just got to a place early right with the pandemic and all that where I'm just like okay I have to lay this down for a minute because right now I need something fresh and I picked up my first fiction book that I've ever read uh willingly <laughs> I've read a couple small ones was it the school.
1: alchemist was that the first one you read this year
0: yeah Oh, I forgot about that one. I was going to say Lord of the Rings. But no, I guess I did read yeah, The Alchemist, Alchemist first, was which was first fantastic. And
1: then you read another one about like somebody named mm-hmm. Jones.
0: Yeah, I do. Wow, okay. So I read a few fiction I guess uh-huh. I read fiction books this year, yeah. which is my first time ever getting into fiction. I've never read fiction before. I've never been at, like, I'm a pretty- Outside of school. Yeah, like outside of where the red fern grows. <sighs> Trauma. Anyway, um, we were talking about that last night, weren't we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Around the campfire, Yeah. yeah. So, or the fire pit i just want to camp anyway so uh I, i've always been like i need to read something tangible i've been the same way with podcasts i always wanted to listen to something i always wanted to listen to something tangible i always wanted to make sure it was something i was learning from i love learning yeah and i love learning and i've done a lot of learning still this year um on topics that i'm interested in and a lot of that kind of stuff like a lot of youtubing and stuff like that that i've taken time to learn there was more short form learning, but like long form learning books, stuff like that. I've always been a huge fan of nonfiction has always been my kind of my, my niche and especially trying to pour into like spiritual nonfiction and trying to understand different perspectives and stuff. And this year I just had to say no. And I picked up fiction for the first time and learned so much about myself in that so much about my own imagination and my own creativity It comes from that and like so much of what I used to find kind of silly in nonfiction like how can someone sit down and imagine these worlds like that in their head or whatever. Like I've really kind of unlocked a lot of that in myself which sounds so trivial but like it's been a huge deal for me and go ahead.
1: Well and a lot of people love those books because of like the fantasy and the lore behind all of that like Mm -hmm. the whole creating worlds thing and I feel like. Especially in the latter half of this year, I feel like that was really good for your creative side, because you came out with a couple songs this year, like before Mm -hmm. the summer. But after reading those, like you were really into the whole like story. mode of music of instrumental music yeah and I feel like that was really good for your creative side and your creativity of like I'm gonna step into this Mm -hmm. and you've created worlds within your albums
0: sure and I a lot of this is actually also like kind of helped like we work with um a friend of ours Jared Jared uh he runs the podcast here be tigers and so like I'm going over a lot of his stuff because I I do the production side the editing side for his show and like uh, he does like that's what he does. He's like a creative author coach like helps people create worlds and like some of their episodes where they dive in and tear apart these different tropes within fictional universes and everything has been wild for me to listen to because it's not an area I've really ever explored before and it's kind of opened my mind to like how in a way it parallels spirituality because we create the the reality around us like there's other realities too. like there's other things happening. You can't control a lot of aspects of life, but we do create the atmosphere in which we live. And it's really helped me to understand how intimate God is in a way of like, yeah, I can read a cinematic universe, not cinematic, but like this fictional universe of Lord of the Rings, and I can like put these pieces together in my head and understand these different areas and stuff, but it also parallels these real life lessons. And I I guess I just didn't realize like, I love speaking in parables, like if you've listened to the show very long, you you probably get like, I love analogy. Like that's one of my favorite things ever. It's my favorite way of communicating is trying to compare things to something else to help people better paint a picture in their mind. That's what I do with my music. That's literally like one of my favorite things ever. But that's basically what fiction is, in a, in a or a lot of fiction is. A lot of it isn't, but most like fiction in a lot of ways has these like real world implications that help you learn and a lot of it can be applied even spiritually i know like the alchemist was huge for my own spiritual belief and just understanding like the spiritual journey in general
1: which right after reading that you wrote uh 30 thoughts till dawn
0: mm-hmm. yeah my 30 track album mm-hmm. um about the
1: spiritual journey yeah
0: it was heavily um inspired it was definitely not based on at all but it was heavily inspired mm-hmm. by the idea of coming full circle because The Alchemist, without giving much away, it ends where it begins in a way. And that's what I did with 30 Thoughts Till Dawn is the last song bleeds. Like if you put the album on loop, you couldn't know without looking at track numbers where one song ends and one song begins. And you wouldn't know where like the end of the album is to the beginning because your spiritual journey is cyclical. I, I look at a spiritual journey, a lot of times it feels like, For an analogy for you, have you seen the analogy of like the planets orbiting around the sun and how they all just kind of circle around infinitely and we just go around and we come right back to where we were? But in reality, if you've seen like the updated version of that, it's like the sun is blasting throughout our space and we're all going on like this helix pattern around it, like shooting throughout our space. So that's the way I see the spiritual journey. It feels like we keep coming back to the same point over and over, but it's more like a spiral staircase. You are coming back to the same point on, you know, the the y axis, but the x axis, or the x axis, but the y axis, you're going vertical. You're going up and up and up. And so, like, I've really pushed into that this year. I've also really pushed into just the idea that, like, I don't have to. And, like I said, a lot of it's been undoing spiritual obligation. I haven't felt obligated to constantly be um, praying in the way I used to pray because I've been praying. Uh, more in my daily life we talked about that on our hike mm-hmm. i think we even briefly mentioned it in our episode last week where i was saying like the christmas season doesn't feel as Christmassy, but that's okay because like i've kind of carried some of that feeling throughout the year well like that kind of rings true like i'm after christmas and i didn't have the post christmas like i used to get really depressed after christmas like so I guess this is just kind of like my year in review, like circling back. Hey, guys, I actually didn't get the post Christmas blues this year. Like I really didn't It's kind
1: of like the church high, but it's the Christmas high.
0: Yeah. And like I didn't have that. I still feel well and content and I don't feel like I'm missing something now or like something died or is gone. Like and the same as going with like prayers. I, I don't feel like I constantly have to be dear heavenly father. Like I just I don't feel that. If anything, it feels fake when I try to do that now. It's just not how I'm communicating with God. But whenever I read those books or I write my music or these small little things, kind of piggybacking off of something you said, I feel really close to myself in that. And by feeling close to myself, it helps me feel close to God.
1: Mm -hmm. So what was your word for this year?
0: So my word was expansive. And I kind of, like, forgot about it for most of the year because I've been so busy uh, working on other stuff. Go ahead.
1: Which I was going to say, you in that time of being, like, more creative and stuff, like, you kind of got rid of Facebook for the most part. Yeah, I
0: haven't been on Facebook. Screw Facebook. Which was
1: good for your spirituality. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it's been good. I don't know if I'll go back, honestly. Like, I just, eh, Facebook. Anyway, um, yeah, I have definitely... uh, Well what was your work you just my work was expansive. Expansive, yes. What do you want to know about it?
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, like how did how does this year how did this year feel expansive to you and like what areas of your life?
0: Every way. In Um, every way,
1: yeah. So what what does that look like?
0: My my relationship with Christ has been expansive. But like I said, more expansive inward. It's like an inward expansion. Um just because I've really learned a lot about myself and who God is in me and who I am in him. Expansive in my my personal affairs, like expansive in my online presence and what I want to do with my life and like all these different passions and expansive. Really, if I had to sum it down to like, if I could like, our dog took my seat, by the way. So I'm sitting in a chair while he steals my seat. I had to like move my microphone across the room. Uh, if I had to boil down, all the different things of like, cause I could go on and on about like, Oh, we've had more hiking and we've been expansive in our exploration. We've been able to go camping more. We have to do this, do that business, blah, blah, blah. Like I could keep going and going with it in areas that I feel have like, have felt expansive, but I feel like kind of like, you know, boiling it down to kind of thicken the, the, the stock or whatever. I could really kind of simmer it down to like, I felt expansive in my understanding of who I am of what i want and what brings me joy and i guess if you wanted to boil that down even more it's really i've felt expansive in who i'm created to be and it's a good feeling because i've gained a lot of confidence mm-hmm. a lot of confidence i didn't know i had or i didn't know i didn't have i and, guess i, should I say. feel
1: like you've gained more clarity on your like mission and vision for like braille atlas and just like your music career in general
0: yeah i, I completely agree with that Um, But like I said, the biggest thing to me is just it's it's brought on a confidence level that I personally didn't realize I lacked.
1: Which I was going to say at the very beginning of 2020, did you see yourself writing 50 songs?
0: No, I did not see myself writing 50 songs. I didn't see myself writing 10 songs. I'd never wrote an album before and made songs flow together in any kind of way. And so the idea of that was like, Oh, I'd love to write something that kind of went together. Finalize that one thing I worked on back in 2018, which I did, but mm-hmm. among other things, but yeah, like I did not see any of that coming. Um, and I'm still kind of baffled that it happened. If that makes any sense, I'm baffled that, you know, I have people that listen to my music. Like mm-hmm. I was on my app this morning, checking out my Spotify stats. So there were people listening to my music r- this morning and like, Like, where'd y'all come from? Like, (laughs) it's just people listen to it. I was like, wow, that's, I never expected to see that. And then the other thing, something in 2021 I'm going to work on that comes with the territory of that. And this is a spiritual growth, any kind of growth. With growth comes a new set of self inflicted expectation and self, uh, like, almost as you grow, you make these milestones in your mind of like, oh, wow, this was a big growth point. And then you think that's the only way to grow. Oh, I did this one thing spiritually and that led to a huge breakthrough in my life. And then you get stuck on it and it's the only thing. And then the next thing, if you keep trying it and it doesn't bring the same amount of growth, you think you're broken. And I really want to start getting rid of some of those expectations and just push into that natural growth because I'm being true to myself and true to my my mission and my desires, whether that be spiritually, whether that be academically, whether that be, uh, you know, financially or business uh, based, whatever that is. Like I want to really break those expectations and realize like there is no mold. You can't mold this, you know, you can't, how do I say you can't build 10 steps in advance. You have to work on the step you're at and the next step in front of you. And you can plan for the direction you're wanting to go, but it's kind of like, you're building a staircase out in the middle of the woods with whatever you find you don't have a bunch of perfectly straight lumber to work with like you kind of have to piece this thing together as you go and there is no i feel like that's where church misses it a lot is we try to provide this perfect atmosphere where people take this 10-step program to spiritual you know perfection or whatever and all we do is create cogs that end up wearing out and then fall apart and like you know what i mean like so there's You have to grow at your rate and you have to follow your journey and adapt and flow. Kind of like you changing your podcast name, changing a brand you've worked on since you were a teenager, like switching it around is terrifying because you've laid out this set of plans. You're like, oh, I got to tear some stuff back to move forward now. You know, I'm the same way. I work on videos. I'm like, well, is this what's still bringing me joy? Is this like, okay, well, it gets views, but is it bring me joy? Or it's not getting views. Where, where do I need to compromise? Like, how do you do all these things to progress, to get the word out there? Like, there's all this stuff. And then spiritually, like, okay, well, not reading my Bible hasn't been bringing me joy, but is it compromising my faith? But I'm actually getting stuff from this. So you have to kind of build it as you go. And I guess that's my encouragement I want to offer to anyone is as we go into 2021, remember, like, there isn't a blueprint to this thing and that there's a lot of obligation that we don't have to bring on ourselves and realize that what got you to where you're at may not be the thing that's gonna take you on your next step of the journey. Mm-hmm. You know, you may need a new skill set or a new piece of gear. So I don't know if that makes sense.
1: So, what off the top of your head, what are some goals for next year or even just what you're hopeful for, what you're looking forward to, what you hope to see change or stay the same? in 2021
0: i think what i just said and Mm -hmm. for sake of time i don't want to dive too much into that but because we're kind of getting close to where i wanted to wrap things up but i think that on a global level i really just hope unity that's what i want to see more than anything from people is unity and i don't mean similar beliefs i don't mean for people to all agree with the same thing i just want to see people come together again and be able to set aside differences and still respect one another, which we haven't done for the most part. Um, for on a personal level, I really want to push more into that comfort, the joy that I've been kind of experiencing. There's some new, like there's a lot of growth I want to see happen. There's a lot of like personal ventures and stuff. I want to start up and all that uh, and push into more um, marketing stuff, like all kind of business stuff, like all that. But through it all, I never want to feel wore out. I never want to feel burnt out. Burnout is a feeling that's common in America, common in our Western culture, because we don't take time for ourselves. And we're waking up to that. But like the industrial revolution mindset just doesn't work for real people. It works to build things, but you can either spend people to build things or you can sacrifice things to build people. And I really would prefer that. I would really prefer us just not to feel like we need the things to be able to grow healthy people instead of using people like a resource to build things mm-hmm. because those things mean nothing when you're dead. Yeah. Like who cares about a fancy, you know, business plan when you're dead? Who cares about it? now? Like I'm all for work. I'm all for hard work. Like that's probably not a surprise to most people listening. That's heard me talk like I'm for busting it and getting your stuff done. But doing it in a way that you also have time for you. And so like with all the things I want to start and progress into, I want to continue to maintain that sacred space of giving myself time to feel, to meditate, to pray, to relax, to turn off, not be on all the time. And realizing that those things are not at the cost of growth. They're actually uh, almost like fertilizer to the soil in a way, so. But anyway, I think we can wrap up with that. Happy 2021 or almost 2021, depending on when you're listening to this. We'd love to hear from you guys. How has your 2020 been? What are you hopeful for in 2021? What are some things you've learned? Email us at mail at therecklesspursuit.com. Find us on Facebook. Uh, Elaine has been managing to keep the group going. While 2021 is a big year, we're going to be transitioning the group into a new platform. I'm going ahead and declaring that, so I'll keep my feet to the fire on getting that done, finding a new platform for nomads, a safe community for Christians asking safe questions, because I don't have the heart for Facebook right now. It's just become messy, but we're still keeping things going over there on that private end, and of course, you can find all of you know what we have going on over at therecklesspursuit.com. That intro music, once again, was a clip from my new album, Snow Day. I'm going to use that again while we're kind of wrapping up things for the new year. If you'd like to find that, you can go down to the show notes and grab the link to that album, Nine Tracks, to bring back the nostalgic bliss of getting out of school for a snow day, which, sadly, many of today's kids will no longer get to experience with e-learning taking over. I swear, when we have kids and it's a snow day... The school's just going to have to get over it. They're going to have snow days, and if they don't like it, they can kiss my butt. That's how I feel about that, because I love snow days. But anyway, Elaine, you have anything you want to promo before we close out? Elaine is awesome, y'all. She's really cool. Thanks. Love you, babe. Love you. (laughs) Doppler, do you have anything? Yeah, happy new year. Doppler, do you have anything you want to (laughs) say? Nope, you're just going to lay there and look like a donut. Cool. We love you guys, and as always, be brave. Be bold. And be reckless. We'll talk soon. Thank you.